Welcome back, family. I'll be your host, Keith Thomas, along with Tiffany Thomas, my wife, and we have a great topic today, the internet. Yeah. So some of you might have um, heard in the news, the headlines is everywhere about YouTube, and um, they have been fined now by the FTC and have been ordered YouTube and Google to pay $170 million to settle claims that it violated child privacy laws. So this actually brought up a semi-heated conversation between us because... Um, from the business perspective, you have, you know, you, you view it a certain way, but as a parent, we both agree that this could be a good thing that they're making these changes. Why do you say heated? Well, we just, we dis I, we disagreed as far as the, you and I. What we disagree on? Well, <laughs> you were like, oh, this is messed up because people aren't going to be able to make money. Well, and I said, <laughs> I didn't know that wasn't that wasn't my angle. My angle was just asking, you know, what do you do if you were if your kid was making money doing that and they weren't doing anything wrong and, and it was helping them? It might have helped put them through college. I'm pretty sure it, it did a lot of good things. But far as marketing the kids, I, I really don't care about that. Wait, what do you mean you don't care about it? I mean, as far as them taking away the marketing ability, the, I don't really don't care about that because I know that could be a slippery slope. Right. And that was kind of more my focus. My my thoughts were just, I, I don't really care that people are going to lose money because there's so much money being spent and made um, advertising that I'm fine with if that's the main implication of this kind of change, which after having more time to think about it, I feel like there's a lot more areas where things could be changed. And I kind of get the sense that this might be more about um, the FC, FTC's ability to make money um, off of YouTube because there are still many protections that are left hanging in the balance. But I mean, at the same time, I guess one, they have to start somewhere. As so a marketer or you in the business, you know, you have that strict California law that's um, passing down the pipeline that hasn't reached all states, but it, it's about sharing information in general. Uh, in California, they have a strict sharing information um, law that's just passed that um, they are pushing. Obviously, California leads in a lot of laws, especially like emission and things like that. They're leading in this uh, of sharing too much information, knowing yeah. too much yeah, about Yeah, that's definitely your- an issue, especially in America. Um, so, yeah, that's definitely something that I would like to see changed across the board, which is also a reason why I don't have a problem with this change. Now, I do have concerns about how the children will find their content now. I mean, just because that's, it it sounds like it would have to be a revolution because the way that this is being changed with YouTube, um, they're making it so that any creator has to mark their video as being um, made for children or not made for children. So if it's made for children, then they, those videos don't get notifications so basically, you can't. It's, it won't be searchable. You won't be able to find it. You won't be able to leave comments on it. Obviously, they're going to make ninety percent less money. Um, which, like I said, I'm not concerned about the money. But, but the whole thing is, is that 
you have to worry about society and that's just point blank we talk about all these opioids and all these things that we call addiction when it comes down to the internet that is the kids opioid right because they do not kids but yeah true right and, and there's a huge overconsumption of media across the board so we have to worry about longevity of society these kids are up to me based on our kids alone are having anxiety problems or communication and things like that because they're just not used to doing it. Uh, every communication, especially with our girls, I don't, you know, you guys let me know about yours. And if, I, if you know, something different, I'm saying, you know, please let me know. But they're only interacting 90% in a structural setting, meaning school or home. And that's not really how you get to be sociable or who you are because that's just not real. Nobody can be under a structure point a hundred percent. Yeah, it's interesting because um last year, twenty nineteen, was actually the first year that uh, a, a media addiction um, or that that behavior was actually identified as a legitimate addiction. Which I mean do with that what you will it can be looked at as a good or, or bad thing but the truth of the matter is we see that well that then they could legitimately get help because some of these kids really have like they start to lash out like depending on what the um dynamic is in your household some of these kids can get violent they might not want to eat all all types of things and we do see that on i would say a, a smaller scale in our own household we you know sometimes the kids they don't realize they have to use the bathroom they don't realize that they're hungry you, you know what it is these big companies sell it to us as not that bad why because they're giving us more and more and, and more and better than what we had before and we take it as oh so i get more internet and the color's right yeah it's like, yeah. Yeah, it's like a drug pusher they give you more especially up front. And I mean, we, we see that model across the board, even, you know, with each, there's so many different subscription packages here with um, ways that you can stream your media. And usually they'll give it to you for free for a while. They might give it to you for free for a week, a month, sometimes even a whole year. And then once you get hooked, then it's $10 a month or, you know, whatever the case is. And people don't want to change their lifestyle, especially if they have something that they can feel like they're splurging or having some sort of luxury at what we consider a small price. Uh, let me let me tell you, and, you know, we're a media company. You know, we're pushing this out of uh, TVD Vision Studio, which we own. Um, so... I'm really bringing it to you, family, as it's a problem. And I see a health problem that's in the making, and I'm pretty sure everybody else do. So, that I mean, I think when it becomes money versus humanity, you have to have a little balance there or a lot of balance there because you just can't have these kids 24-7 alienating themselves. And then the thing is, they, they feel more comfortable talking to themselves. Yeah, being alone, not engaging firsthand directly with other humans and that is a problem which we all know and acknowledge i believe and and that's something that you have to i mean what what job are many of our kids really gonna have where they can just be robots and and that's good and then when it comes to building relationships when they want to build those 
bigger relationship like being married or being just dating yeah, you're gonna have some kind of anxiety to the, to the family if society continues to go in the way of people not wanting to communicate and operate with each other when people start to be married online and never live together i hear about actually things like that where people they want they say they want to be married but they don't want to live together i mean i know that there, there are people who have always been like that but i feel like i've heard of it more maybe it's because i'm older now or maybe it's because it's the effect of the time yeah, like i said you talking to two of the people that are on the internet we met actually through the internet and so that's how we met but and the reason why was because i was busy i was working a job i had my little company it wasn't i wasn't doing it full time like i do it today so it helped me date you know and that's the and and i thought that was like a different change from me growing up in the 80s where people even as a young kid when we went out to bars and, and met people that way uh and then Things change rapidly um, in the dating world, and I think that was the first sign. And then now it's starting to become uh, overall how you act with your your friends, your family, the same way. Internet. People want to text you. People will FaceTime you, drive past your house, but, but they, they won't come <laughs> in and say hi. I just passed your house. Right. <laughs> I mean, the thing, too, is like I said, they are they have the capability and they do this with us as adults in addition to the kids. And I, I mean, none of us are, I don't think are really happy about it. It's just something that we accept at this point as something that we, there's nothing that we can do about it. It's a part of life. We're being watched and tracked and targeted all the time. But the interesting thing that I learned recently with the, the YouTube and how they were targeting the kids is that, for example, if a kid watches a video, they might put an ad of let's say Malibu Barbie, you know, at the top of the feed of videos listed. And then they'll also put videos of Malibu Barbie, maybe a kid who played with Malibu Barbie, unboxing the Malibu Barbie. And basically it's a brainwashing of the kid to the to the kids, especially for kids, this is important because we know that it's a fact that, you know, kids' brains up until the age of seven, they are just that much more um, susceptible. Yeah, exactly. Easy to influence. So just imagine that they are constantly six, seven hours, however many hours, even one hour of nonstop being fed the same message. That's not even fair. Do you remember like in college hearing about how advertisers use the brainwash you through certain images on TV? And remember that? And they had to do something about that. So I think this it's the same it's the same right it's the same platform it's the because one thing is as a marketer like i said we we market our stuff too here so i'm i don't want to sing like we're the same i'm just trying to bring it to you guys family real and the real is listen if i had an advertisement and it hit you a thousand times in a week that's brainwash and that's the thing too is that these mega organizations like Google and YouTube have a certain amount of power. And with that, they should have a certain amount of accountability. You know, I could imagine that um, in a certain way, these things could have gotten bigger than they ever dreamed. But at some point, there has to be some sort of regulation if it's not something that's happening um, naturally. And the company isn't looking at it and saying, okay, which 
a lot of times they won't because they're there to make money. So they're focused on making money. And what can we do to make more of it? And you know what's funny? Let me tell you how much my ideal has changed with this whole internet thing with my kids and just everything. I was in the documentary uh, what was it three years ago? I, I was on that documentary uh, talking about uh, Google and marketing. I remember it was like it's Google evil, and that was kind of the whole overall spectrum. When they asked me, I said no. I said, you know, it's just all about you know your ability to to network and, and build and work with the system. You have to be knowledgeable about the system. And I looked at the video and I looked back and they said, oh, you know how they mix you up in the interviews and say, oh, Google is is, is evil. Now I never said that. I said it's not evil, but they use that clip. But I'm not mad at it right now because when I look at what they're doing to these kids and how much they on it. It's crazy. It's so it's so crazy. Like I said, they seeing images thousands of times, like one image thousands of times. Like they don't even know. And listen, I'm one of the people that um had to take a break too. Yeah. So. so um this so just all of this talk about media consumption and I mean obviously I think most of us parents were you know concerned about um, our our children's media consumption, but as a blended family in particular, this conversation actually brought me back to differences when you're blending a family and how we all obviously want our kids to be safe and you know we don't want them to, to spend too much time on their devices. That's all relative. What I think is too much may not be what my husband thinks. Well, I think that's in general. I don't think that's a blended thing. That's just well, most things people. aren't a blended thing. You know, it might get amplified because you're blended. You know, so if you say, um, especially, uh, I'm just saying, <laughs> especially a lot of times it gets amplified because it's a sensitive issue when you have one person in the household who has a view of how things should go, and you have another person in the house. It's called two adults. All right, we ain't brothers and sisters. <laughs> <laughs> like, Anyway, you know it can be an issue because people have different different opinions and then sometimes people get more sensitive when it's their kid or sometimes you can be more aggressive when it's not your kid. So that's why there's so many issues with blended families and trying to meld together your ideas. So this is one of the things that that's, that's interesting because, like I said, you had... A kind of a looser vision of how the kids should be on the internet and with the TV and things like that. When we first, I met, wouldn't say the internet. I, I would say the TV at that point because they were so young; they were just doing the TV. Well, even okay. So, but when, as they got older, even still, because I was. You know, like I didn't want Zoe to have a phone until she was twelve. You, know, you were a little more lenient with, with that uh, than I was. Family, now blend you're. Family. And guys, you see this? Blame the dad. I'm not. I'm not blaming you. I'm I just. I'm acknowledging no that we TV had different views. It. You said a lot. It's all relative. I'm not saying that one is wrong or one is right. I'm just saying we saw things differently. And I'm sure that that's something that a lot of blended families deal with. I, I mean, we're two different people, right? I'm a guy, for one. I, I, listen, let me tell you, you families, men and women, guys have different perspective on TV, sports, killing, all that stuff that we watch on TV. Now, I ain't talking about no real killing guy. I'm talking about 
we grew up on adventure, so it's different. I understand, but I don't really know if it's a blended thing or, or you let me know. Yeah, that's a good question because I would like to know. Because if, are you specifically saying that this topic is not specific to a blended family? Or do you say that across the board? What you guys think? How is this difference different than any other difference? Well, any, any, any relationship any in any family any can disagree on the way they look at things. But I disagree with my ex plenty of times. And we had a kid together. But that ain't had nothing to do with... Because we, were, we weren't blended at that time. So you don't think that there's challenges specific to a blended family? No, you don't, don't think, think that so. the challenges oftentimes are magnified because of the outside forces or just, I like I said, you could be more... For, who are these people? Who are these Jedi blended family? Exes, extended families. No, I think I think when it comes to a household, I know the Thomas household. We we're pretty much the same. I don't really see that when you talk about blended family in that way. Now I would say when you're talking about blended family, far as the rules of engagement to to the internet may be different because you might say, for example, I want you to use two hours of uh, social media at the Thomas household. Now, household X says, I don't really care. Just don't do nothing bad because we all want the kids to be great, right? So I'm not, so you just say, don't be bad and don't do beyond things you shouldn't be. But access could be unlimited to them. So it's kind of hard to reinforce some of your rules. But I don't think when you talk about family in the household, because I think. For example. When we first met, I didn't like Zoe watching the chipmunks because they were singing Beyonce and dancing and shaking their tails. I love Beyonce. Literally and (laughs) and figuratively. They were shaking their tails Uh in the camera. And I did not want her dancing like the chipmunks and singing single ladies or whatever they were singing at the <laughs> time. Single ladies. <laughs> um, and then, so uh, another example. Excuse me. But you thought it was okay. <laughs> I love and chipmunks. And so you kept pressuring me to let her watch I, the chipmunks. I kept pressuring even you. Even though I disagreed. I didn't pressure All right, you at Another all. example. Moving on. Oh, these examples another are fake. Example, <laughs> you <laughs> would let Linnell. At the age of eight, watch The Walking Dead. I completely disagreed with that. But that was something that you had in place before I even came along. It didn't matter. I would have did it if we had a kid. My kid would have watched uh, Walking uh, Dead. That's how I, we blend. I disagree. That, we would have watched disagree. Walking Dead. No, because that wouldn't have been something that you would have been watched, doing. We, if I got you to watch Chipmunks, you think I can't get him to watch Walking Dead? That's different. That's Chipmunks. That's not Walking Dead. He, gonna, he or she would have watched Walking so, Dead. I rest my case. So it's not. It's different. It's not. I don't feeling that wrong with it. it moving along if we like to watch scary movies we watch scary movies we just two different people that's not a blended thing it's just two different people okay i'm sure some people deal with y'all let, y'all let us know if, if you know let us know what you your household is made out of by hitting us or uh, dm us on uh, dear blended family podcast if you listen to it on spotify i believe you can leave a comment on the below so depending on where you listen to us feel free to leave comments we'll read them and um reply to um everything we can so going into our next topic, we're going to talk about safety on the internet. Listen, one of the tips we're going to give you, or a lot of tips we're going to give you, please use if you feel uncomfortable. I'm pretty sure you can use this because we had 
a problem in our own house was safety. When you let your kids out there. Yeah, the, the kids are exposed to all types of things. And for, for our kids, the beauty of it is they were raised in a, an environment where they feel safe. Um, but they also have the um, incorrect perception that everything is safe out in the world and they don't understand what dangers could, could lie out there for them. So make sure you talk to your kids about the dangers of being on the Internet. One of the first tips I would like to give you kids is, listen, please feel free to uh, stop. Anytime you, you think things are getting too far, you feel uncomfortable, somebody asks your address, let your parents know. Because let me tell you, your parents love you. Only thing they're going to give you is a punishment. That goes away. They they might they might be upset with you. That goes away. But being kidnapped, being raped or anything doesn't go away. So please let someone know if you feel like you could be in danger or a friend. What of we yours. learned recently is that a lot of times kids don't know how to identify what danger is, what a dangerous situation might be. So um, some of the things that we shared with our girls are dangerous situation is, like you said, if someone is asking for your personal information, if they ask for your address, if a stranger DMs you, sends you a private message, and they're asking your name, any, any questions really, in my opinion, from a stranger should be taken to a parent or a trusted guardian because you never know what a person's intentions are. And unfortunately with kids, uh, and I mean with adults too, sometimes one thing can lead to another very quickly. And plus, let me tell you a trick. I had to tell my daughter the same thing. That sells one-on-one, even you adult. That sells one-on-one. Start a conversation, get to know that person, let them feel comfortable with you to sell whatever you're going to sell or in this case put them in danger maybe you know what happens is oh how you doing oh yeah you like you like this you like this character you like this show you like this you like that oh that's cool that you posted this and you know the kids just think they just you know being cool with them and tell and next thing you know is where you live at you know where you have an address how old are you oh i'm 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 13 well i'm 18 meanwhile this is a grown i'm gonna say it grown as guy you know and that that's crazy oh, yeah so we we definitely have to be careful we also need to let our kids know um if anyone is asking for pictures of you do not send your picture to a stranger you don't know what they could be doing with that you just don't want your your information out there like that um if anyone sends you a picture let your parents know because we don't know what our kids are seeing sometimes on the internet, you know, and they just might not say anything. They might get scared. They might think that they might get in trouble. Um, they might blame themselves. And so we really have to tell our kids things that they might encounter on the internet and in private that they might be afraid to tell us so that they know that we're aware that these things go on. Once again, punishment only lasts so long. Listen, you're going to be adults. You're going to get over it if it's a punishment tax. A lot of times you might not even get it in trouble we just want to keep you safe as a whole community we want our kids safe and our people around us safe so please practice these safe tips when you um get a chance if it happens i hope it doesn't happen but if it does please practice these safe tips yeah so um a few things that we can do i mean you know like we talked about in this episode we get concerned with the amount of time that our children spend on the internet the amount of time that they're exposed to um advertisements and exposed both to strangers and other random pieces of content that we may or may not be uh, feel are appropriate for our kids. 
there are a few things that we can do to help mitigate some of that risk um, with having our children exposed to the internet because we know that the internet is not going anywhere. So the best thing we can do is help our kids to be safe. So I have Apple. So I know that Apple has um, parental restrictions that you can employ on your child's phone so that you can monitor, you can restrict how much time they have access to certain types of apps or all of their apps. You can restrict how much time they have access to their phone in general. Um, Their phone can be, uh, you can use it certain times of the day only, and you have full control over that. You can um, regulate who they're talking to. So if you only want them to be able to talk to their parents or maybe their immediate family, um, you can control that. So those are some tools that you can use. Let's pull some of the apps that maybe people can use on to um, to help you guys out. And and listen, if something we don't post or you think is a great idea, um, like I said, please hit us on social media or where you're listening to us on. A lot of times you can leave a comment. So if you can do that, do that there and we'll share it with the rest of uh, the family. For sure. That would be helpful. Another, um, good tip that we found is, um, especially for, for YouTube is to watch videos, watch the videos with your kid. I know we don't really want to do that a lot of times, depending on what the kids are watching, but that's the best way to know what's really going on in their heads. What is it that they're into and what things really stand out to them? Which, which videos are, you know, are they gravitated towards? So then we can kind of tell them, you don't need to watch that. Don't click on this. So get them more involved, you know, play games with them. We'll see what kind of games they're watching. That's another restriction or not necessarily restriction, but that's something that you can put on the phone or least on the Apple device, you can require that your child have to get approval on any games that they want to download. And you can determine whether or not you want them to, you know, have access because some of these games, even though they're games, doesn't mean that it's appropriate for a kid. And that's the thing. So now that you have more restrictions, make sure your kids are actually logging in as kids. Mm-hmm. I right. mean, because right. I mean, common sense. Because if we don't do that yeah, who do we have to blame? Right. Right. I was saying, um, so make sure, you know, they're not just putting in any age or whatever. So, all right, that's the end of our show. Let's, let's wrap it up. Cause I, uh, the more my wife talked, the more she's going to cut me off. So, I mean, damn. All right. Well, this was a good episode. And, um, I mean, I'm really glad that we had the opportunity to, to talk about this. This is a really important topic and it's very, very, um, close to my heart because it's, it can be a rough world out there, but that's why we, we made this, um, podcast and in the community so that we can help each other out. So please don't forget, hit us up on Instagram, share your tips with us, um, follow us and go to, um, TBD Vision, which is our production company, to leave a message in. So you have options other than being on social media if you need to. All right, family, that's your show. I hope you got a lot of tips. And listen, stay safe and get off that damn internet. Until next time. Family.